gosh, I, I forgot I even had that in my pack. Yeah, that's exactly the score, man. I, if Joe flicked my ear, I'd, I'd probably come in the forehead. going on right now is we've got Cohen and McKenzie that both went live, one on my page and McKenzie went live on the Kafaru page. And you guys are going to ask questions and Frank and I are going to answer them to the, as we record. To the best of our abilities. Yes. Frank, you're getting thumbs down. Oh, Just I got thumbs you know. down on the, on the shirt. <laughs> yeah, you did. Damn. So the the first thing is not a question. It's from Luke and he just says, W-A-P-ness. <laughs> 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 uh, I've got a bit of a cold is why I sound like a snuffle up, I guess. Um, he said he was going to make a WAP shirt. Okay, the first... is going to be WAC, the wet-ass Cadillo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have a question. Um, if going with Compound Bow, which brand and why? You want me to take that? Or... Go ahead. Um, all the high-end Compound Bows are, are good, so you can't really make a bad decision. It's more going to be based on what your shop carries, uh, what your draw length is as far as axle to axle, um, what you're comfortable with poundage because of your draw length. Um, we like Expedition here, but we, we also, Matthews, Hoyt, they all make great bows. Um, PSE, you can't, go, you can't go wrong with any of the higher end bows. What's the, uh, what's the word on the new knock-on bow, the $1,800 vestment? I don't know. I haven't heard yet. No. Doesn't Isaac have one? Isaac have one? I think he does. They probably do have one. Yeah, I, I heard. Uh, I, think I think I know one person that shot when they said it was really good, but yeah, to be determined. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a lot of questions about when are we mo- when are we moving to Wyoming? Go ahead, Frank. That is also <laughs> to be determined. It's looking like maybe mid to late summer next year. Yeah. If you want to send a resume, just give us a little bit of time. Don't send them just yet. Send them when we, we, we will list job postings when they become available. So just give us a little time, but we will be hiring. Yes. Any other questions? Uh, are we going to be making a weight plate attachment for our backpack frames? That's from Jake Bulow. So the, the weight plate attachment, actually, I think most people think um, outdoorsmen came up with that, but actually they didn't. They must pay a royalty to Rogue. Rogue came up with that. Ah. originally and then outdoorsman did a good job but we've built a weight training backpack we've been screwing around with um but it's not made we're not a huge huge believers in the whole throw a couple 45 pound plates in there because it, it doesn't um really distribute the weight correctly like you you would but we are building a training pack in, in our own very vari- variation i guess of that system we've got a couple of uh I named fitness <laughs> folks testing it right now, actually. Yeah. Who, so, who are they? Matt Chan was one. Castro has one. Castro. Dave, Dave he, Castro. He yeah. would like to know. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyhow. Okay. Uh, checkpoint or shape charge for large format photography backpacking? Check, checkpoint probably is going to be better. Um, so when you, like with large format, for example, I'm running a 1D, well, I have two 1DX3s and Usually what I'll do, like with the checkpoint, is I'll have a couple of lenses in just the, the padded containers, and then I drop both bodies, one with, let's say, a 50, one, two, and one with a 70 to 200, and that all fits in the checkpoint. And the 1DX is the largest body, so any, any, any body will fit. Any body. Any body. <laughs> if you could buy one Hilleberg, which one would it be? Go ahead. Well, <clears throat> I... 
prefer using my own shelter, so I don't like to share. So I like the solo. I've I've used the solo probably for I don't know, gosh, five five years now. It's it's been bomb proof though. I like it. I think it's one of their red labels. Yeah, so it it basically is bomb proof. It's a self. What do you call that? Um, well, the the tube tent. So I would be the Nalo or the Solo if I had to buy one for all seasons. Um, the Nalo just has a little more room, but the Solo is freestanding. Um, so with the, if you have rocky terrain or whatever, you have to be a little bit more resourceful with the Nalo, but I would say, uh, the solo and the Nalo would be probably your two best options for four season, you know, uh, uh, use in extreme conditions all the way down to summer camp. Yeah. And unfortunately with COVID, they have, uh, insanely long lead times right now, (laughs) unfortunately. So we used to carry them, but I think we got a, like a two year lead time on those right now. So, uh. Check back with us in 2024. How many people are on on there? About 150. What do you got on yours? 73. Gotcha. We're kicking your ass, Mackenzie. Colin's smacking my bitch up. <laughs> Defend yourself, Mackenzie. What'd, you, what'd you say the other day? <laughs> Smack the bitch out him? <laughs> <laughs> Who would I say that? <laughs> you better not have been saying that about me. No, no. I'll kick your ass. I love you to death, but I did say I'm going to smack the bitch out of somebody. Who was it? Uh, I'm not sure, but it was funny as hell. <laughs> me and Dave were laughing our asses off. Uh, what was that about? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no. It was funny. I do know, but it was funny. Oh, you do? Oh, was it about... Somebody that works here? Yeah. Oh, I remember. Smack the bitch at him. <laughs> <laughs> I would never say Who that. was it? There's no uh, bitch inside of you, Mackenzie, yeah. so I couldn't smack it out. Good answer. <laughs> yeah. Good answer. You're oh, a good Lord. soul. Yeah. Anything oh, popping up? I got, a, I got a technical question here. Yeah. Do you prefer to take out the knock bushings in your Spartan Black Eagles to keep less weight off the back of your arrow? No, no. I, the durability is important. So for all the crazy... FOC guys, you're, you're squirting a little of your fuck out of, um, what you could potentially get by having weight on the back end of the arrow. For me, none of that shit matters. I just want, um, a good momentum, an arrow with good momentum, good point weight. And so that knock bushing, the increased durability of the arrow is by far worth the little it change in tune and the little it changes in FOC. We're also getting a lot of questions about our YouTube channel. Like when are we going to start one? When are we going to film our hunts? We have a YouTube channel. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. We just re- released a hunt film uh, about Alaska called Barren Ground. So just go check it out. Kafaro cast or Kafaro on YouTube. You search it. We're there. Well, yeah. prob- probably yeah. uh, merge those two pages at some point. I think you just went up a whole octane. We will probably. <laughs> well, probably. Uh, yeah, we're going to. Octave. Not octane. Octane. Jesus. Full octane. Directive. Give me some of that C4. Octave. <clears throat> There's o- also a direct link. YouTube. Yeah, check on our, Instagram. A, we a lot of people were asking about the, the toilet paper, so I was just featuring it. <laughs> I got, I, well, right now. You guys can't sound or hear him? I'm putting my gum in it, but every morning I sit in a steamy shower. I feel fine, but I'm hacking some crazy shit up. And then I didn't know you were. Yeah, he at does work not yet, sound so well. So I'm in the bathroom <laughs> and I can hear Mackenzie. <laughs> that sounds great. I'm like, fuck. I said, that sounds disgusting. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So getting better, though. Check the link in bio, by the way. Yeah. Like Kenzie just said. Yeah. On Instagram. Um, we're getting lots of questions about the echo when mm. we're going live. Well, what do you say? Yeah. Um, I decided Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving at? 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Mountain yep, Time. Yep, so make sure you have your beverages and then go shopping. What day's Thanksgiving? Thursday. Thursday. Two days from now. I've killed giant Man. deer the last two Thanksgiving, so hopefully I'll be in a tree whacking away. <laughs> 
Hi, Colin. He'll definitely be whacking away on Definitely somewhere. be whacking it in the tree. The problem whacking is, it or whapping it. You know it. what? I need to give some tech tip right, advice here. So if you're coming from out west and you head back to hunt whitetail out east on private land, I would strongly suggest not doing anything like whacking it because you never know where those fucking game cameras are <laughs> and you could get caught. Um, <laughs> now, I haven't been caught yet, but there was a, a photo of that Scotty had sent to him from a property we were hunting with him and Case in the tree. And I was like, oh, they have a, 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 they have a game camera there pointing back at the tree stand. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. What have I done out of that tree stand? So keep that in mind for all you Western hunters heading back uh, east or to the Midwest. <clears throat> Be careful what you do in the tree. I was looking at uh, Dud- <laughs> Dudley's page, and it was like two or three weeks ago, and it was like, it was just a picture of his hand doing this. <laughs> and then I sent I sent it to Aaron, and I said, this is... The- what did I what did I say? This is the POV of my dick. Yes. <laughs> five, five minutes into the tree. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the last thing your wiener sees five minutes into the ground blind. The problem is, is <laughs> when it's really cold, it's hard to pull three inches of wiener out of like six inches of clothing. And there's no way around it when it's freezing balls. So, and the bad thing too, if you're wearing those overalls, that's not, if you got to poo, you got to think ahead because then nothing comes off quickly when you got bibs on. And you're frozen. Solid yeah. advice. Yeah, so do you poop him, off the tree stand or do you get out? No, I don't poop off the tree stand. I had to once. I was like, do you think I'm Spider Man? <laughs> <laughs> remember we ate all that that greasy ass food in Alabama, and uh, I was I in a lone this. wolf hang on, and I but I, we had those the the tee pole basically whatever you want to call them the sticks that hook together. I'd reach my leg around the tree to kind of climb down and. The brown eye wasn't holding nothing back. I'm like, okay, this is bad. So I pulled my leg back, and I'm like panicking so i just grabbed the center post of the lone wolf and shit off the back of the platform what do you do if you're in a saddle how, how quick I do those come I off i haven't had not quick i haven't had to poop have you used a saddle yeah. yeah have you had to poop through one no <laughs> that is quite a visual aaron <laughs> if they made pants with a zipper on the ass would you think people would buy them Man, depending on what kind of person you are, I personally think it's it probably too inviting. It's probably tells a long story. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, when would you go with a 24 inch frame over a 26 inch frame? That's a very, very, Back very broad question. Um, if you're shorter in your torso, if you have, <clears throat> I'm dying. If you have um, overhead issues, like when you're in Western Washington or Oregon, or if you just don't plan on packing a lot of weight um but that's there's way more detail into that reply than i i gave those were just some general 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 generalities Generalities. thank you generalities the sketch of one can you update the 14er with a padded belt Mm, no not yet no negative do you have much interest in the uk and european market at all well we we Delta to the UK and European <laughs> market every day. So yeah, we do. We don't yeah. have any European distributors, but we do ship to yeah. a lot of Europe. The, Hunt, the majority? Just, yeah. Yeah. All of Europa. Yeah, all of I Europe. I 300 last night. He, he, they call it Europa, remember? Yeah. Uh, Xerxes. <laughs> Leonidas. Anyway, I've seen that movie too much. <laughs> oh. Frank, let's talk about the Davros head. If you wanted to shoot and glass off a head, would you run the Davros stud or would you run a fluid <clears throat> head with a rifle clamp and normal outdoorsman's post? Wow. Um, <clears throat> Mr. G is a good friend of ours, Spartan Precision. Uh, I don't like that head personally for glassing. It, it works. <laughs> it, 
We're going to get a bunch of dick jokes now. Uh, I don't like it for glassing personally. It's a great setup for a rifle. Um, you know, their system is super versatile for rifle hunting. You can run their tripod as a bipod and use that Davros head. But um, for me, what I'm using right now that has worked really well is the uh, really right stuff Anvil 30 head. That thing works great for rifle and glassing. It's just a little bit sturdier. So personally, no, I would not use that for glassing. And I don't use any outdoorsman stuff. Right. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Focus. <clears throat> what is the worst gear failure you've ever had? Ooh. Gear failures, big ones. I had that uh, Thermarest um, pad that was like a, a roll top. I had, I think I got three of them and they all leaked. Yeah. yeah, so those were pretty shitty. Um, but overall, Thermarest has been good. I had some rain gear boots that leaked like the Rocky Navy um, rain gear that did the same man nothing I think we tested enough close by or we have enough way ahead I guess you could say to say yeah this is a piece of shit from the from the house um I've had several sets of boots that I don't want to blast any companies that you know even back when I was paying for for footwear and I don't really pay for shit now where 400 and some dollar set of boots take toilet paper you you wad it up stick it or newspaper inside the boot and just put it in the bathtub. Well, if it leaks in the bathtub, it's a piece of shit. And uh, a lot of footwear does that uh, before you even wear it out. But I, don't know, I can't think of anything that major, yeah. Not that, not that it wasn't, I mean, if it was major problem, it's generally my fault because I pushed it to a level that I probably shouldn't have. Word. I shit my pants. My underwear didn't hold it back. Does that count? <laughs> kind of like a I mask. Freaking Under Armour. <laughs> <laughs> um, when are you going to buy Frank a better looking shirt? Damn. Frank, they don't like, they don't like the Dixon shirts. Burn. Quit saying dicks. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> couple questions. I think I already know the answer to this one, but a couple questions about uh, binos around $1,000. Um, so I would say Maven B2, Sig, uh, what are those, the nine? I think those are and Zulu nines, um, there is a lot of similarities to those Zulu nines and Mavens. <laughs> I will say that. Um, Zeiss Conquests, um, you know, it depends though. If you're upgrading from a five hundred dollar set to a thousand, I would probably suggest to keep the five hundred dollar set and save more money and make one more upgrade for the rest of your life, not two to three more upgrades. Um, but if you're totally fine, I get it. If you're not ever planning to upgrade again, the the Zulu nines, uh, the Mavens, um, Zeiss Conquests. Uh, Miopta, uh, Mio Pros. That was a lot. Yeah, those are those are all good options. The Miopta, Mio Pro. Only downside to those is um they are heavy as shit. Um, they're even heavier than a Maven. So keep hammering. There you go. Uh oh, <clears throat> I lost know. audio. You lost audio. Mm -hmm. Push a button. Take your finger off the mic. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> What button? Oh, I just got the shit. Yeah. The, the, what, the, uh, what button? You got the, the wise one? You got the evil, uh, the, it's the dirty contact eye. <laughs> <laughs> Is that pink eye? Funny, guys. You got Colin. No, but seriously, how do see? I fix it? Technical question here. Uh, all right. Ian Huntsman wants to know, switch to a thumb button and have developed target panic past 50 yards. My pin wants to set directly under target. How do I un-F myself? And that's a Aaron question, but he's the IT department right now. Um, so 
Hold on one sec. What you're going to want to do, so it's not, he's holding low, is that correct? Yes, sir. Locking um, low. So you want to take the sight off uh, initially, and you really want to just blind bail shoot close at like 5, 10 feet. Um, no sight on, so you, the pin is out of the equation to help you get used to raising up on the target. A lot of people say to not raise up um, and to come down on it. You can get target panic either way. But again, practice without the, without the sight. Get comfortable where you're you're executing a good shot. You're not you're not jerking it. You're not jerking it off. Um, and then <laughs> when you go to put your sight back on, you want to start with a very large target. I have found to get comfortable. Uh, you know, bringing that pin into that and then shrink that down as you go. I think Levi actually he suggests maybe a smaller dot. I can't remember, but I've had really good luck. Go to twenty yards, put a pie plate up, and just get used to raising into that pie plate bring that pie plate, pie plate farther and farther back. And then you can also do the same thing, making the dot smaller and smaller and smaller. Um, punching the shit out of a thumb button is part of the problem. So you may want to switch to a hinge or a true tension release, like a Stan Perfects uh, evolution from Carter, uh, the back strap from uh, Dudley, something like that. And if you don't like Fig Newtons, then fuck you. <laughs> I don't like Fig Newtons. Oh, have you ever oh. seen Talladega Nights? <laughs> Not as much as you, obviously. That's like the p- pivotal point in the movie. It's no, it's not. Frank? Pretty good movie Isn't overall. It the, I don't know. No, I'm, I'm mean, not playing this game. Right I'm going <laughs> to jump on you like a spider monkey, chip. <laughs> nope, that doesn't ring a bell either. Oh, shit. I love Isn't that movie. If you're it's not like a, first, I don't know you're last. I don't know with my hand. <clears throat> what about boobies? No. Tractor beam of hotness. I remember that part of it. We have somebody asking about a sling EDC slash fly fishing pack in the pipeline. D the steelhead. Yeah. Well, we do have the chest rig steelhead. Um, Bender has made several iterations of a sling bag, but not something we have in the lineup yet, just yet. Yeah, we have all kinds of EDC stuff under up in Bender's office. Anything perverted come through yet? Mm, just like emojis. I'm waiting. Can you talk emojis. about emojis? Like perverted emojis, Ooh. eggplants, and water splashes. Oh, yeah. I'm not getting the fun stuff. Come on, guys. Nolan James Henning wants to know, can you talk about using a 15X, 18X bino instead of a spotter? How mm-hmm. limiting would that be? Any killers you know that go that route? You want to go first? I haven't used 15s in, a, in quite a while. I like. I personally like going ends in a spotter, but I could see it being useful in some big country. So probably where you're at in Texas or big burn areas, stuff like that, but I just, I, I don't I like ever leave transfer. the spotter. Yeah. I bring them both. Yeah, so, so I think anytime we've ever taken 15s, we take 10s, 15s and a spotter. Yeah. So I don't know. And I don't, um, in big, big country, I don't think you can give up the, the spotter for 15s. I mean, there's certain situations, I think Wesley and Omni, though, uh, one of them, then will have a spotter and they're both running 15s, but I would be hard for me to take 15s or 18s instead of a 85, 95, or 115. I think you should have 15s, and I think at times you should bring all of it, but I don't think you should run 15s instead of a spotter. It's just not worth it, especially if you're really looking at inches or really having a, an area where you have to pick things apart, you know, like base of tree by base of tree or whatever. It's a lot easier to do with a spotting scope. Um, thoughts on the new Matthews integrated sight and quiver compounds? I've only seen pictures. I don't know. Yeah, I, I haven't fucked with it. Created together, huh? Slides into the riser. Yeah, like dead it's center. Like a happy home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything, anytime you deal with something like a, 
um, a Valkyrie system, a oh the Deep Six system. Um, the yeah, limits your options, right? Li- limits your options. So when I say Valkyrie, um, even the Snyder Core system, it's got to be <laughs> that broadhead. Um, it, it is it is probably the most optimal a system can be, but it also limits certain things you can do. So let's say for example, your site goes down, um, or is in you're in Fairbanks. You gonna run to the local range or borrow it from a buddy, a site, and be able to mimic what you're doing? Probably not. So that's the downside to it. But it is also probably more. Uh, it's definitely more durable, or more durable. I would think probably more accurate, consistent, probably quieter. But you are locked into that one system. Who's making the site? Well, I've only seen pictures. I didn't really dig into it too much. Yeah, I think it's like you you shove your dovetail down the center of the riser. <laughs> That sounded good. <laughs> I've never tried that before. <laughs> uh, what is what are some of the most underrated hunts you've ever been on? Asks Hammer and Spear underscore Knives. Underrated? That out end ever probably a lot cooler than I thought it would be. Um, whitetail, there's certain whitetail hunts, but I don't know. I, as far as an underrated hunt really probably more of a spot than, than, than a hunt. So there may be areas that you go to that are, um, which none of us are going to talk about because then we'll give it away and it'll suck. So, but um, different spots might be a lot more underrated or, or maybe different um, sections that like uh, you might go on to a <clears throat> more, a, a, an outfitter with less notoriety than others and get an amazing hunt or something. But I don't, that would be a tough one to answer. Definitely go hunt you. For everything. <laughs> yeah. If it was between Colorado and Utah or like Wyoming and Utah, definitely hit Utah. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, you, what, what are, you're closer to godliness because the, the, whole, the whole fam damning's right there. The what, LDS. Is that true? They own, I can tell you what, they're the largest landowners in the United States, the LDS church. Is that true? I think I thought I've heard kidding. that before. Are you, are you, no, I'm not Mormon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Mormon? Damn. Uh, what's that? Any other? <clears throat> uh, will y'all be creating a bag to drop a rifle in to attach to your frame, kind of like G2 Gunslinger, but extremely light? So we've jacked around with that before. We have a system that we're kind of waiting on, uh, mostly for the move. And then, two, anything to do with a gun and a pack, uh, ever the stock is generally going to take you to court. That's kind of what they are hanging their hat on. And so their umbrella is relatively big. Um, we had built a pack that um, I had, didn't think was going to be an issue, but they still were pretty clear they would, you know, take us to court. And we honestly didn't want to fuck with it at the time. But um, yeah, in, in the future, um, we do have things we're working on right now, but nothing immediate. K.E. Mueller 4 wants to know, when glassing into timber midday, how long do you hang out and Hang out if you're not seeing anything before moving to new ground. You're glassing into timber? Pretty yeah, hard. glassing into timber. Pretty hard to glass into timber. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not sure what he means by that, because um, maybe thinned out timber. Maybe like the edges of timber? Yeah, I mean, uh, if you're glassing the edge of timber, for me, and you know it's a productive area, you're generally going to do that after the rut, when they're coming in and out, for example, of the timber to recuperate. I'll sit all day for a full day before I move because you don't know what, if, when, if they're coming out in the evening, um, you may have missed them, you know, whatever, but I, a full day before I move. 
Yeah, I think it's just going to depend on what type of visibility you have. But um, <clears throat> I definitely think like early season rifle hunts, second season or something like that, <clears throat> it could be pretty boring because you're going to be sitting a long time waiting for something to come out. So it just depends on the time of year, like Aaron's saying. What do you got there? Okay, I have a I long know. one. From, <laughs> really? <laughs> from Ninja Airsoft. Um, advice for a first pack for a shorter chick. Looking at a Striker XL or Mag 22 for my first bag. Should I look at any other bags? Go bigger? Question mark. Mama didn't raise no bitch. Oh, and will the Rogan like <laughs> will the Rogan fit a Glock 17 or should I look at the Steelhead? Both will fit a Glock 17. Go ahead, Frank. That's a good question. Frank's. Do we Frank's have son. a Glock 17 here? Does somebody have one? That's a full size, right? That's a full. That's a that's the full size nine mil. No, yeah, full size. <clears throat> I think we had the the full size ten though. The, the what is twenty one? The twenty one, yeah, or twenty, yeah, twenty is the ten. Yeah, the I 10 think we had the twenty. It's confusing as shit. Um, and if that fit, then the seventeen is definitely going to fit. So, um, it'll fit in either one. Pull your Glock out, Kenzie. Um, <laughs> oh, it's in my other pants. Sorry, oh, I forgot it. That's what it was. Uh, Don't ever rob Kafaru. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess it, it would depend on how small of. Can you shoot shoot us a message and uh, then we'll have give her have her give us a call so okay. we can walk her through yeah. the sizing. Message me. JB three baller wants to know best spotting scope under sixty millimeters or larger binos at this point on tripod in a backpack setting. I I gotta say personally, if you're gonna pet carry a spotter under sixty millimeter, just don't go in the woods. It just doesn't seem it doesn't make sense to me um, to carry something that. They can work, they can help, but to me, it's just not worth it to pack something like that in if you have really good optics, like, like a Swaro or a Zeiss 10 by 42 or higher. Um, I personally would go with 15s or 18s more than I would, like one of those 15 by, yeah. I, I feel like fucking Jack Sparrow with the, the, the thing that pulled. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not for me. Go ahead. Yeah, I've never understood those little guys, those little spotters, but they might have their uses somewhere um our buddy luke from gladiators unleashed says no question happy thanksgiving to all of the people at kafaru except for frank (laughs) (laughs) thanks luke you too happy thanksgiving love you luke i'll remember that (laughs) me love you long time i'll remember that next time we're in the training gym did i just enter the fucking chat or what Right, <laughs> <laughs> looking over there. Good luck. <laughs> well, you don't speak Farsi, motherfuckers. Damn. Uh, um, how to choose stay options for the cutthroat? Sixty or six foot four, two hundred and seventy pounds. Well, I will say this: we had Aaron has a video on YouTube going over carbon stays and fitment. So Boom. We can send the link if uh, he can send me a message, or just go out of YouTube, search Kafaro stay I options. Can tell you right, <laughs> right now, you're going to need long shoulder straps. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> You okay over there? <laughs> I'm just recuperating. You have water. Patty Huff, 95, wants to know 12 points for elk as a resident in Colorado. Do I burn them on a lower point unit or keep saving for the big units? Burn them on. I'm not going to talk about this. Just shoot me a message. D- DM Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> do y'all ever take in trade packs or sell seconds? I do see the worth of your packs, just can't swing the price tag. I love the design of the Striker XL. We sell seconds. Yep. Yeah. Go to uh, Facebook, go to Kafaro Insiders. Kaylee has a seconds list there. She updates it fairly regularly. They can also call, She's, right? Um, yeah, but she, she has a list on, okay. on there. So You get the HIV right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can say that. 
<laughs> HIV? <laughs> the hip, it's not. She does not have No, HIV. she does not. Of course not. I love Kaylee to death. Although she's never very good. She she's going to smack you. She's going to bitch slap you. She has a Probably. cold. Um, she, she's as good at you as you are about community. I'm like, Kaylee, let me know you're doing okay. And I hear from her for four days. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, I'm fine. I'm like, were you going to tell me? Oh, yeah. Well, no. <laughs> Whatever. But she said she's well, feeling better. Remember at Cody's wedding, his, his uh, best man was like, me and Cody, we were like hanging out. He started telling me about his feelings, and he's like, "Actually, none of that shit happened. <laughs> men, men don't talk about their feelings." <laughs> That's uh, true. That was pretty good. It's weird. Abby's trying to crack into the brain of Snyder, which is not going over. Unless well. I, unless I have a very big problem, I don't generally talk about it. <laughs> that does not surprise me, Frank. <laughs> Yeah. At all. <laughs> I'm just glad I'm amongst peers here. That's exactly why. Yeah. My office is right next to you and I can't yeah. hear you. Do you need something to talk? Do you have something to talk? No. Uh, Frank, when you got assayed, you opened up about that. You're like, oh, damn, that's fucked up, dude. Problems. I had uh, that before. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Damn, you got to bring up old shit. That's fucked, man. Um, when I first started here, I got this like cyst thing near my anus. <laughs> oh my and uh, yeah, I was fucking, it sucked because I just, I just started this job and I didn't have insurance, which sucked. Um, first, firstly, second, I, I went to the doctor and they're like, it's a, it's a hemorrhoid. I'm like, I'm fucking, what was I at 25 when I started? I'm 25 years old. I don't think I have a hemorrhoid. <laughs> Send me on my way. I call Aaron at like 2am one morning. I'm like, dude, I'm fucked up, man. I can't make it to work. He's like, you should go to the emergency room. Go to the emergency room. Uh, like a group of like five fucking doctors, nurses come in. They're like, <laughs> oh, we, we need to, we need to look at it. I'm like, oh fuck! There, there goes, yeah. Uh, and it was very embarrassing. Um, all these people looking at my bunghole. Moon. And they're river. like, and uh, end up, end up, ended up being a, a cyst. Um, and uh, how do you common. get it? It is very common. Yeah. It just was it from lifting it, weights. And it just ha- it happens to men, I guess. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, we had a buddy that had one. Mm-hmm. Paul, uh, Paul's buddy, maybe. There was like um, four people got. Yeah, we're like, fuck. There's a lot of people that actually have had this. It's, it sucks. <laughs> Is like probably part of a club it was now. pretty close to like a ten out of ten of pain. Yeah, they had to slice it, didn't they? Yeah. Well, Frank well, had to I bring came a in donut I, to work. No, to I had. A, I brought in. <laughs> I brought in two pillows to sit on, and then and then your mom's like, "What's wrong with Frank?" And it's like he's got ass aids. I'm like, "Oh, dude, fucking tell everybody, please." <laughs> uh, oh, so everyone fuck. finds out I have this thing on my anus <laughs> and uh, I have to go to the hospital well first I go to urgent care the doctor's like that's a hemorrhoid you're fine you put preparation H on it I'm like that doesn't sound that right made it bad, that made it worse actually and then I went it to the angered hospital it. it did anger it I went to the hospital they uh, had to lance it basically they had to put me under for it I asked them to do, to do it instantly like, but can you guys just cut this thing out they're like what cut it out <laughs> Anyway, they like gave me Sorry. like that uh, dilated stuff because the pain was so bad. Yeah, some dude comes in, he's like, "I'm here to get you high, brother." <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck yeah, thank you." And uh, morphine. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was like I guess it's more. Is it more? Is it better than morphine? It was on a drip. Yeah. I could press a button. Boop. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like more. That seems uh, like a lot. Yeah. So, anyways, um, very expensive. Very expensive overnighter at, at the hospital. We should probably not talk about pain levels in that area. I've had two children. Oh, yeah. It was, You're saying it's a 10 out of 10? Yeah. Did it open 10 centimeters? Did your butthole open? You, Near it, probably. You crossed, did. <laughs> you crossed the threshold we've never had to deal with here yeah. before. Okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah. um, will the Hellcat... Did your butthole open 10 centimeters? No, I'm no. <laughs> no, we do not talk about my butthole. We talk about yours, Frank. 
family right now. <laughs> Did you see my last? Colin, uh, how you doing over there? Uh, <laughs> that last uh, the mule deer hunt when I had to low crawl around and I put the current status at the tip of my penis and it was the Hellraiser guy. Oh yeah. And everybody was like, "Oh, that's funny." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not fucking kidding." So Ouch. literally, Amy's got the Leatherman and the tip of my pecker's like, no, because I had dropped right on one, and so. I'm trying to walk, it looks like I have a corn cob up my ass because I'm trying to keep the the head, the the pokey things off the tip of my junk and my, you know, of course my shirts just or pants are rubbing. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake! So Man. I ended up putting duct tape on the tip of my wiener and just and it pulled them all out. It was oh, a, it was a win-win! I will say, Kelly Clarkson, <laughs> it worked. <laughs> hey, if I had to do it again, I would choose. The hey, duct I know tape. that movie. Yeah, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a classic. Yeah. Any other questions? Um, yeah, I have one. Will the Hellcat lumbar pack ever come back? Actually, I believe you've de- determined that no. Yes, no, it will not. Yes, no. The um, Hellcat, the Scout, and the Tail Gunner will not return. We'll eventually have a, another lumbar pack, but none of those three. Right. We're, go- we're doing a redesign. Yes. How many flannels does Frank own? <laughs> Damn. He's had the entire website. Sure. I have like 10 of them. Yeah. Apparently, I need to get, a rid of, get rid of them all. He has flannel <laughs> days of the week. Yeah. It's flannel day. season. Nobody gave me shit about my flannel yesterday. Yeah, it's fucked up. What about his flannel? Did you guys like his better than this one? Nobody made fun of it. Well, it didn't have pearl snaps. It didn't and have he doesn't snaps wear them every nice. day. Have a pearl necklace. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> all right. OTC Oregon Blacktail versus Montana Muley. First time Western hunt. For- Montana Mule Deer by a, a fucking long shot. Blacktail or the devil. Aren't they like nocturnal a lot oh, of the time? For like, like five to seven days, you actually get to see them. Um, and, you know, in the rut when they come out. So, yeah, Montana, mule deer. Ask Remy Warren. Remy's a great guy. He'll help you out. <laughs> These comments. What? Oh, nothing. They're funny. Any other questions? What was the comment? I'm scrolling. Um, How many are online now? I have 67. We go between two and 300. Well, Somebody it. says Frank blew a goiter and angered his anus. Oh my! That's <laughs> 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 funny. Uh, Thousands of questions, and we get like hardly anything when we go live. And like tonight, my message box. I mean, she's seen it. There'll be 150 questions by eight o'clock tonight. Yeah. Nobody chimes in on the hello <laughs> people. Live story. Damn, you guys <laughs> brought up old trauma for me. That's fucked up. <laughs> And we are getting I need to s- talk to someone. Instead of PTSD, yeah. would it be like BTSD B- for like butthole traumatic? <laughs> yeah. How long ago was that, Frank? That was six years ago. And we're still talking about it? Yeah. Damn. Well, it's Actually, like a once a year type story, thing. At that time, we were, I had gotten over pneumonia and I was getting back in the swing of things and Hans and Franz showed up. <laughs> Who was it? The two Luke, and, Gabe? Luke and Luke Gabe. And Gabe. And we were going to race up the fire road. And usually Frank beats me, or not the fire road, the tower trail. Yeah. And Frank's usually beats me. So we take off and I'm like, come on, Frank. And Frank just doesn't complain. He's like, dude, there's something wrong with my asshole. I got to go. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're getting crushed, right? And normally Frank's faster than I am. And I'm like, well, Frank's on injured reserve, whatever. And then you went to the doctor. After it progressed. Him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, this is actually what happened. So... <laughs> We <laughs> back was, to it. The CPW used to have a sheep and goat orientation. So the day before what he's talking about, I went to the to take a poo and 
it, I, you know, took care of business back there. It hurt a little bit. I'm like, ow, what the fuck? Corn? That's, that's weird. Yeah, it was like, it was like pooing out a, a nutty poo, you know, when you eat a lot of peanuts. Anybody want a Zach nut? Yeah. I'm like, ouch. That kind of hurt. And then the next day we do the cardio and I'm like, dude, I can't really walk right. <laughs> and then, then it, and then it all progressed from there. So, oh, yeah. There you go. Speaking of padding, Tyler, the real current wants to know current favorite sleeping pad still on an old neo air and it's going to ship the bed soon tyler freel what up what's up um, tyler i like the uh i've been using the thermarest x therm for a while i i saw they came out with the, within the last year or two a uh, rectangle version yeah i think it's the x therm max a little bit bigger i want to get that just because it's a little wider but i, I use the x therm a lot say the three season uh old man which tyler you're becoming and fatter which i think um <laughs> Would be the Big Agnes Q Core SLX for three season, and then the rectangle that Thermarest Xterm Max for four season. The X Bed, there's a lot of really good lightweight ones, but um, you know a lot of it boils down to that that Big Agnes Q Core. I always I was based it off of how many breaths. Um, that's like a twenty three breather. The fucker you'll black out filling that. <laughs> well, or like an Xterm probably what twelve. Yeah, it's not as much. Yeah, so not as much padding though. I've They're not as big. Twice from you know, excited and then filling my, my air pad, especially when I was getting off juice, when I, I was going to the lost park and I, I, I blew up an air pad like right when I stopped and literally I was like, oh, I can't feel my teeth. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I gotta stop fucking around and take a break here. This isn't good. But that was the old purple big Agnes pad. So anyway, anything else? Um, what, what is a good quilt for warm weather backpack hunting? I'm not a quilt guy, so the whoopee? Yeah. <laughs> nah, there's a bunch of companies that make quilt. I'm just not. Uh, I just don't. Do, I'm not a quilt guy. I mean, Frank's into origami and uh, macrame. <laughs> what the hell is a macrame? I, I like. <laughs> I like quilts for summer. Yeah, there you go, Frank. What's a good quilt? What the good quilt? Who makes a good quilt? Yeah, I think Catabatic makes some probably the best. pretty top notch quilts. We used to make a quilt, but you guys didn't buy them, so we stopped making them. They were awesome. Ooh. Catabatic probably makes um, quilt, and they do a really good job on custom sleeping bags too. So, yeah. Uh, Vulcan Spock Fuck. wants to know: Can you attach a bino harness to the Echo? No, no. Why would you? But no, no is the answer. No. Negative. Oh, November Oscar. Is the Lost Park parka as warm as the Sitka Down WS? Yes. Yes. I'd say. Probably a little bit warmer and a little more durable. And I'm a fan of both of them, but that's one thing that you, with the, the outer layer of ours compared to the WS, ours is probably a little more durable. Um, they're both really good good jackets. Um, ours is probably with the cordura and everything a little bit more durable. Or durable. Core durable. <laughs> um, ever hunt big black tail? <laughs> <laughs> you put the wrong no, emphasis no. on the wrong syllable there <laughs> oh good lord i i have never killed a giant blacktail no but i've i've kind of i went hunting for them so there could have been a big one that walked by uh, are you guys gonna make a bino harness or should i just buy a t and k hunting gear harness brian gin 81 wants to know We've been screwing around with one, but I w we're going to be a while. Eventually. Um, yeah. Eventually. We're working on something a little bit different. Nobody's has done as far as the, the noise and things like that. But uh, no, I would, I would go with the, 
the company that um, that you prefer. And Tyler over at Team K is awesome. Anything else? Kimmy. Can Aaron touch on why he ditched the Black Widow? I broke a lot of limbs. I don't want to go into it any more than that. Uh, Black Widow is a great company, and those guys are awesome over there. I just had some um, some issues with the limbs, and so uh, moved on. But the good company and good people. All caps. New stove design? Question mark. It's question been done mark? for one a year question and a half. Mark? We have we have the yeah we have the design. We just haven't. I can touch on why we. I know it's pretty common sense in business. We're running out of room in this building. Um, when we were about to come up with the, come out with that stove, it was a fairly large chunk of change. And so the old owners, which was Patrick, obviously, um, you know, which was smart. We didn't want to come out with it if they were going to sell the company. And then when we took over the company, we had looked at doing it, but we were growing at such a high rate, running out of room, costs, things like that. We're like, well, we might as well wait at this point. We are hiring a guy. I'm not going to, I don't even know if he wants to talk about, we're bringing a guy on that will be a full-time um, stove builder and designer for us who is an HVAC guy. He's going to be moving to Wyoming with us. And then the stove that I designed, or, or we designed, sorry, Goose, um, it has been a year and a half at least. Um, oh, yeah. It's still sitting in the office back there. We'll probably have him tweak it a hair because he'll be better at maybe some connection points, but then we'll come out with it. So it's coming, but not until we move. Ah, mm-hmm. damn it. Anything else? Um, Frank, best lightweight bipod you have used? Um, well, two we're sticks. Just, we just, it's a rubber band. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can use your trekking poles as a rubber band if you really wanted to, I guess. Uh, Spartan Precision probably makes the, the lightest, um, high quality uh, bipod. That's the, uh, the Javelin, Javelin Light, and then he's got his tactical line. But those work out really well. I use a Evolution bipod quite a bit. I think Aaron's got an Atlas bipod. So there are a ton of good options out there, but if you want, True lightweight, you'd probably go with that javelin. Uh, What are you giggling over there? Ruben the Rascal wants to know when is Frank running for president? For president? Vote for Pedro. Damn, Damn, I might bring in the minority vote. (laughs) (laughs) I don't speak Spanish, though. I don't think that matters. No habla. Yeah, Joe Biden doesn't speak English. I saw claim like .008 black. I don't know if that counts because technically I'm a quarter uh, Native American. Damn. But as you look, I'm Norwegian <laughs> as fuck. So. Te- technically. But if you uh, got me more hunting tags, I might claim, you know, and go get the card. Yeah. Uh, Lug CM wants to know, are you going to keep a store in Colorado when you're, when you make the move to Wyoming? Potentially. That's what we're possibly looking at doing, but we know we will have some workers here, but as far as a store, it's, it's an unknown now if it'll happen right when we move. Or if we'll come back to here and open up a, a store. Um, Dave Dowdy says that uh, you need a sandwich. You look super skinny. I'm a I meaty. He's not talking to me. I'm a me- <laughs> I'm a meaty 185 right now. I think I'm a meaty 215 right now. Maybe um, it's the flannel that gives you that slim look. The yeah, pearls. I should have wore a flannel today. <laughs> the hoodie. Is that the secret? It. I don't know what the hoodie kind of push. You know, gotta eat Chipotle at least twice a week. <laughs> I love Chipotle. Uh, I worked out you yesterday. Dude. Hammer, yeah, not good. Like I've been lifting, but yesterday I did start to do cart. So I did 15 minutes in three set, three sets of five on the rower. Mm. Between that and air squats, dude, my my hamstring on my right leg about locked up tighter than none, pretty tight. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I had to like limp around, and then when I was doing cable crossovers or or like uh, flies, I had to put my right leg straight because it kept cramping up. So 
I'm, I haven't been hammering enough. Damn. Too much whitetail fit. Uh, people are loving the uh, patch that nice. we're giving away for the holidays. They're wondering yeah. if it will be available on the site. Ooh, we'll, we'll, we'll think about it. <laughs> we'll think about it. About it. That was uh, that was your idea. Yes, it was mine. Good I've been wa- Good job, I've, I've been wanting that for years. <laughs> yeah, Eric drew it up. It's it was a little on, doodle yeah. on his office yeah. Um, wall. Yeah. Good job, Kenzie. We we're gonna make Thanks. a patch out of some doodling I had done. That's all she uh, has is good ideas. I felt bad because so Diana, with all my insurance stuff, Scotty's wife, she sits in a certain chair in the house. She's very good about giving me the chair though. So I'm over there and I draw this snuffleupagus looking uh, doodle, um, which is just a basically a big dick. But then. I put a body on it with all these phone numbers. And so then I, I drew a giant because I'm a child dick on the dick dragon. Oh, I dig with the dick. <laughs> <laughs> and poor Di has that on her little table. Every time she sits down, I'm like, okay, no more doodling while I'm trying to talk to the What's that company. thing you can do on iPhone where it, you draw and it sends to your buddies? Dude, some of the ones you yeah. were sending are pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I was on a, one of those kicks for a, a long time, actually. I'd send them to Lander like daily. And then I started to send them to like everybody. It would be like a, I won't say what it was, but. Who snores the loudest when hunting? Fucking Dave D. Austin. Yeah, they, Frank and I don't <laughs> snore. I might dolphin snore when I'm super tired. I've heard you snore one time. Yeah. I but bet you're snoring right now. The, uh, no, I'm, Amy said I'm not crazy enough. Hmm. Um, I don't dream and I don't snore, which is weird. And when I do dream, there's something terribly, terribly wrong. Um, we typically don't really share shelters anyway, so it's not really an issue. I we've but, ever, no, uh, I mean, no homo. We, I don't think we've <laughs> ever slept in the same tent, have we? Yeah, no, I'm not down on that shit. I want my own, I want to be able to pick my ass and pee out the tent and do whatever and not have to worry about who's beside me. So, and that happens <clears throat> all of the above. It's hard, awesome. it's hard to like mentally make yourself pee while you're laying down, isn't it? Like on your side, it's like. I've done some <laughs> weird things to not get out of the tent. Uh, I yeah. peed in my mountain house bag. Um, Glad yeah. you said mountain. Yeah, Ziploc. Um, I've gotten to the point now I pack in a Gatorade, Gatorade bottle so I can just wake up and pee in that thing. The problem is, is. Sometimes you can it imagine, overflows. <laughs> well, not, no, not a 32 ouncer, but I tell you what, um, after a hard day of my hamiel cramp, so there you are, you know, and then you're trying to get your, basically don't want to pee on anything, right? So you're just, but then your tip of your wiener's burning because you had to cut it off because your oh, legs cramped. Dude, that's so, dude on, uh, at uh, Taylor and I'm Caroline's, not the only one. Taylor, <laughs> Taylor and Caroline's wedding, um, they had like a, a bus to, to bus you from the hotel to the venue and back. So on the way back, you know, everyone's all fucked up and shit. And I had to piss fucking bad and we're on this party bus. And uh, I'm like, we're like sitting on this bus and it's just like a, <laughs> my girlfriend's sitting next to me and I'm like, I got to fucking piss. She was like, what? I'm like, I got to piss. I can't I fucking hold it. So I had an, I had an analogy. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, put this, I don't even know. We had like a duffel bag or my backpack. So I was like, put this over, over me. I got to piss. I fucking pissed in an analogy on the bus. Oh my and gosh. then literally like two minutes later, the bus driver pulls over so everybody can piss. <laughs> I'm like, you son of a bitch. I tell you though, have you ever had your hammy cramp peeing? No. So, I mean, I'll, you guys are videoing. So <clears throat> pretty, oh yeah. Pretty common. Sorry. Grab my water bottle. <laughs> Bastard. No. Oh, I've had that happen. I've had that shit cramp up so bad that I had to have Jay put his shoulder in my knee and stretch my oh, leg out because yeah. I was contracting so bad. I've had the cramps, but not while peeing. Internally, not on your leg? <laughs> yeah. My anus. anus. 
Yeah. Anything else popping up? Jay Friesen, 145. Will the sawtooth be coming to Precision Optics in Canada, or should I just order one from the U.S. site? That is completely up to Omer. Yeah. Ask Omer. Ask Omer. What would Omer do? I would say most likely yes, but we are very low on inventory on sawtooths this time of year. So next year, I would assume so, yes. Sam Dollar says, I have peed in every one of my water bottles. So y'all are not alone. Good job, Sam. Oh, yeah. Don't drink out of the wrong one. Who would you say, let's, like, on your page, um, who's the funny? I get some funny shit. So, actually, rewind. So, I go to, <laughs> I think I scared him, Luke's, and there's this little chubby kid. It's Cody Palacios, the shit talker. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. So, I go sit, and then I, oh, that's Cody. I'm like, you are a little shit talk. I think I kind of scared him. He was like, did not talk anything. <laughs> and I was like, dude, I don't bite. It's okay. But who's the, some of the funnier that dude's funny as hell. Cody's yeah. funny. Uh, tied to punk. He's always sending me funny shit on Instagram. Um, dude, the shit he sent the other day when he was working in his yard. Yeah. <laughs> dude. I, I couldn't repost it, but I was laughing my ass off. He's hilarious. Uh, Logan Cummins, I think he lives in uh, Iowa. He's funny as hell. I, there's a ton of people that send me funny shit. Yeah, I get... Um, I love memes. Yeah, I get a lot of pretty funny memes. That last one I sent to uh, Luke and to Scotty with the horse. <laughs> yeah. You see that one? Yeah. <laughs> Where it's... <laughs> Like not a running breed or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's the a little feeder. Scotty was explaining, because I don't know about cattle ranching or, you know, that shit wasn't for me. And so I'm constantly asking questions to Scotty about cattle, you know, different cattle and when you feed them cake and shit. And I, anyway, Scotty's like, the, the bottom line is how fast you can make them fat for the least amount of money. So you would make a horrible fucking cow because I can eat you out of house and home and I don't gain weight. He's like, that's now me. I'm a great cow. He's like, I get fat quick, doesn't take any money. And so with cattle, I'm learning, you know, they sell the calves in the spring and shit. I don't, I just do what I'm told when I help. I went and picked up cake once. So basically I'm a cowboy. <laughs> Long a, story short. You can wear a cowboy hat. Do you have cowboy boots? I put one on the other day. Everybody seemed to like it. I, I definitely don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I could get some leather pointy toed roper boots and. I don't know if I could fit, dig on the Wranglers, man. My calves are too fucking big, and my ass is non-existent and look horrible. I look like that fat kid on uh, Superbad. Oh, yeah. He's like, what do you think? He's like, no, take them off. Take them off right now. Yeah. Why don't you just shop at the Baby Gap? <laughs> um, favorite tent bivy when hunting warm weather? Damn. I don't personally prefer bivvies myself. But we, we use them a little bit here and there in the summertime, but if it's warm enough, I'll just run the like a super tarp without a bivy, but. Big Agnes um, three wire is probably my favorite. Yeah. It's and, like a coffin. Yeah. Especially if it rains. And if you fart, it ain't going out of there. Like you got to vent it. I feel bad for Dave, man. Last week I had some gnarly gas when we were hunting <laughs> and like every day, like the first, the first probably two days it was kind of funny. And then after that, he was probably like, fuck this guy. God, I need to kill an elk. <laughs> Stop farting. Yeah. That's another reason why you don't want to share a shelter with a buddy. The yeah. parts. You got to ask Clay Lancaster some of his experiences sharing with a client. And <laughs> he goes to get into the the vestibule and the guy shit there in the vestibule. He shit in the vestibule? <laughs> Clay's got some funny stories. Oh, fuck it. Clay's hilarious. Yeah. Gnarly. Uh, uh, the Mr. MP wants to know, is the Lost Park Parka solid color, shiny slash reflective in the woods? Yes, it is a bit. I wouldn't say reflective. I'd say the old brown that we had. Looked a little bit more gold than brown, so it was pretty shiny. Green's not as bad, but there's a little sheen to it. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be gun hunting in that at a little more distance. You're not going to be tree stand hunting, and if you were, you'd have a cold or a, a, a quieter layer over the top of it. So 
I've never been picked off wearing it, but it, it's certainly not a dull color. It's not like a fleece. I mean, it, it is made to block winds. I like this question. Obadiah Johnson 12 wants to know, just bought a 44 mag a few days ago. Do you guys recommend people do anything with new packs in terms of break-in or anything like that? One thing I suggest is, is get the lumbar pad up, the pack on the ground, and lay a sandbag or something heavy on the lumbar pad to help kind of seat it, the, you know, overnight. And that'll, you know, that'll, that's about the only break-in thing you have to worry about. Other than that, just get it on and get it fitted. Make sure it fits good. You want to read good. You hope you read good. Uh, F-250 diesel or a new Raptor? The Raptor is not uh, in the cards with the <laughs> supply chain like it is. So what it looks like is probably going to happen is an F-250 platinum trimmer with a leveling kit with a 7.3 Goliath. Actually, that's something worth talking about. So I am amazed at the, I don't know, whatever differences in opinion of a diesel and gas truck. So the people at Ford who I talked to about another Raptor, you know, everything as far as figuring out what I should get, um, with a diesel, the whole thing, they'll run for a million miles. All right. Well, what the fuck's that matter? You don't anything longer than four years. Solid point. You get stuck in grass with them. I can vouch for that. Um, they suck four wheeling and there are four times more to work on ten times more for maintenance. So they strongly suggested the 7.3 Goliath. It's got plenty of torque. I'm towing a Can-Am, right? So that's the most I'm towing it. So I'm probably going to get one of those, put a leveling kit in it or a Carly pin top, and then put 37s on it and call it good. Um, that's at least my plan. We'll see how that goes. We're just finishing up the insurance stuff today. The problem with Baja Raptors is they just, they don't make many. And so it's not like I can run down and buy a fucking Toyota Corolla. They just don't have them. They're, they're not, it's an eight-month lead time at a minimum. Yeah, you're not pulling a toy hauler or something. You don't need the diesel. If you were pulling some heavy shit, then yeah, sure, diesel. But it was amazing how many people going back and forth on that. Like, you're buying a Super Duty and you're not getting a diesel. And I'm like, I'd rather be coming than stroking. Yeah, brother. Except uh, (laughs) it's funny on the coming. So there's a lot of motherfuckers down there that bleed Ford Blue. Like, they're and the Dodge, don't get me wrong, that Dodge engine is badass, but everything around it is a hunk of shit. And so the front end, uh, Scotty's got some funny stories of cowboy. How much you put into that front end of yours? Well, Dale, it's a Ford. I don't put in shit. You've got a piece of shit Dodge, you know, just fucking farmers <laughs> talking shit. And that TRX is a badass truck. I looked at it hard, but you know, the thing with me is we're on the road a lot, um, but we're also off-road some and I'm towing the Can-Am. So, you know, I, it, I need, you know, I'm not towing a horse, horse trailer, so, and I don't want to pay to work on a diesel, and I don't own a vehicle where, you know, that million mile, whatever they say will last, doesn't really matter, because after four years, I swap them out or so anyway. So. It's an F-250 trimmer, carbon gray, I think is what I'm getting. Yeah. Uh, which of the beanies fits a big dome better? Right, all of them. I think they all fit pretty well. The, I think the minus 33 beanies that we have probably stretch the most. The most. Yeah. They're, not, they're not so tight, I don't think. Don't get it super wet and dry it because it will look like a yarmulke if you don't take care of it. Somebody messaged me. I'm like, well, get it wet again and stretch it over your head. Merino wool does shrink if you don't take care of it. Yeah, dry don't it. throw it in the dryer. Yeah. Dryer, bad. Hunter Robinson 12139 <laughs> wants to know most overlooked backpack item. I'm assuming he's meaning like accessory you would buy. I think probably... Maybe not. I don't know if it's accessory. I'd probably say a Sherman or belt pouches uh, or a Sherman pocket. 
I would say backpacking item overlooked. I don't, I don't know. Can't think of anything. Off Everybody kind of na- gets them, you know, they study so much online. Frank, you're famous. Uh, Greg Schneck wants to know, looking to upgrade backpacks, currently running an XO 4,500. Love the load shelves. Which Kafaro pack is the most comparable? <laughs> what the fuck? Aaron just sharded, I believe. Uh, oh, seriously? What? Well, did he? Did he really shard? No, I don't think I, he I did. certainly hope I, not. Okay. <laughs> He's wearing light-colored pants. Yeah, I, will, um, I will bring a candle in here. Yeah, well, actually, all of our packs have the load shelf. All of the packs that attach to the frame have a load shelf, so that should not be a concern as far as size goes. Um, 44 mag is pretty close. We have the Nargali, which works out. So basically, any of the bags, the hoodlum, the reckoning. Any of our packs that are in the uh, mid-size range the, or the multi-day range on the website, those will be comparable in size. So my, my suggestion would be look at those packs, see what configuration that, that you like that would work best for your likings, and then, and then roll with it there. Uh, I see uh, a listing for stripped weight for some of your packs. Is that basically removing the web dominators and chamber pockets? I don't know what a web dominator is. We haven't had web dominators in a long time. So. Yeah, just stripping the chamber pocket. Um, the thing is, is when you start to break down, um, how would I put this? At one time, Patrick had come out with a two-pound, eight-ounce, 6,200 backpack. Um, lightest weight, I, I stuffed an entire mountain goat in. It was probably 130, 40 pounds. But it was, it was fragile, the, the material. And so <clears throat> when you're looking at a design, we can design a lot lighter than we do you also have to look at functionality and longevity. So for an extra, let's say a couple extra compression straps, which would save four ounces, let's say, are those worth the weight to have for when you actually kill something? The problem is a lot of people don't, some people don't kill anything or haven't had to pack uh, something out or an awkward load or, or whatever. And so um, we put ourselves into positions to where, you know, we're coming out six, eight, 10, 12 miles with gear in and out, gear in a deer, like Mike Hearn and I, we packed that elk out. He took probably a third of it. And, and then I took the other, he had 33% and I had 66% and it <laughs> fucking sucked. But you realize, oh, was that extra two pounds in my pack that big of a deal now that I have 140 on me? And so those are the kind of things you weigh out. So stripped is my version of stripping everything I possibly didn't need, but that's a personal preference. You know, some people want more straps. Some people might want less. I just, there's a few things that are, like true, um, I've never come out of the woods or probably nobody ever died thinking, fuck, man, I just learned too much. I wish I would have learned a little less. I've never come down a trail saying, damn, I wish my pack was smaller. I've definitely wished my pack was bigger. I never came down a trail saying, man, I just have too many compression straps, shit. So I kind of judge it off of what I need for what I do. Um, and some of the things might come off the pack. Did I do all right there, Frank? Good job. Uh, well, My the, friends Clinton and Zach just said they're watching. They said hello. Yeah, Zach said to tell you no on no? his shirt. Nah? Yeah, uh, you're getting a lot of nahs <laughs> still. They're not feeling the Dixon shirts? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I've I, got, I, I didn't know if I good. should say that or not. But, yeah. Yeah. You look like a Hispanic lepre- leprechaun. I've got a lot of, <laughs> a lot of gold. <laughs> <laughs> no, people have been positive on Aaron's channel about Frank. Damn. <laughs> they loves, have? Yeah. Everybody oh, loves Frank. That's surprising. Damn. That's surprising. What the hell? Is it possible to use the Striker XL with normal backpack straps without the frame? I don't know, Uh, Holmes. No, that would be for the millionth time, no. But we are getting ready to release 
an echo. Yeah. Um, the thing about these uh, smaller day packs, though, is they're not necessarily weight bearing, especially the echo. The echo is more of an EDC everyday travel pack, bike pack, hike, mountain line hunting. Yeah, for light throw it pack in the truck. Uh, so um, I interrupted. Oh, I was just gonna say I see a, a few of our um, influencer folks use like a checkpoint for hunting. Yeah. Like, well, it it'll it will work, yes, but it's a. Uh, it's a it's an office bag. It's an yeah. everyday carry bag. So for the for the checkpoint, for example, I have um, you know, we kind of go to what we should um show people how it works more. So I'll talk with Mackenzie and Frank. Say, hey, what should I use? So we talked this week. I grabbed a checkpoint to show for my camera gear. It's all still down in Texas, but how I'm going to load it in there? Because I don't always take. Well, I never take everything in the tree with me. So I have some of the camera gear in the truck that's in the checkpoint. And then I'll take the camera gear I need and throw it in whatever I'm getting in the tree stand with. Or in the case of like the Rogan, a lot of the Rogan battle belt combo, a lot of what I do in the tree stand when it's warmer, I don't need a pack. And so I'll actually just strap my camera around my back, wear the Rogan, climb in the tree. I put my camera, hang it up and then buckle the Rogan around the tree and I'll do some videos on this. But everything is so subjective to what you're going to do. So like with the Echo, like if I'm riding my mountain bike, that echo's perfect. If I'm grabbing the dogs and I'm going on a long hike, the echo, I've got water for me, water for the dogs. If I'm going in the airport and I just need my essentials to carry in, in an overhead, the echo. If I need to carry in a tree stand with three steps and pull a deer out, not the echo. Not ever the echo. So there, there's certain packs we will do, like a striker, we'll do a lot of things and co check a lot of boxes. The echo is not ch checking the, you know, heavy pack out tree stand, uh, you know, packing in tree stand box. That is really for a set or, you know, you're getting in a climb or excuse me, you're getting in a hang motherfucker. <laughs> you're getting in a ladder stand. You're getting in something you already set or a ground blind. That echo is perfect for that. But if you're packing in onto public land with uh, steps or what do they call hang and bang system? Um, the echo is not it. What do you know about hang and bang? <laughs> well, I'm kind of curious who coined the phrase, right? I mean, it's pretty catchy. Um, I'm going to hang and bang. Um, another echo question. <clears throat> Will the laptop chamber slider pocket fit inside? The chamber sliders will fit inside. It doesn't do well. But not <laughs> a great fit. Yeah. Um, it will accommodate a 15-inch laptop. Yeah, I put mine in there last night. It, it fits. Um, again, I, th I think as more people get it and more we're able to, you know, we just did kind of a buzz um, video. We will be able to show more of what it does. Like, Last night I was screwing around. I was going to bring it down with me, but I'm, I'm not. I'm going to bring it in a different pack. Um, tree stand, it's great. Like, I've got a camera in the main bag, Nalgene's, um, you know, in, in the pockets. And then um, I have a little call bag. Works great for that. Uh, you know, for my grunt call and things like that. And I can strap my, um, with the system I have, I can, I've got a compression strap. I can put my rattling antlers on it. Good for that. If I had to haul in a tree stand, not good. Hard no. Hard no. Um, can you fit a beer in the front stretch pocket of the steelhead? This is a very good question. <laughs> in the stretch pocket? No, but you can fit beer inside yeah. the, the mofo. You know what does fit? Those little shooters of uh, screwball oh, fit right damn. in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I remember Eric saying it fit four beers. Or maybe that was the Rogan. I think the Rogan. The Rogan, the Rogan yeah. definitely fits four if beers. If you're sitting... The Rogan will hold a pint of beer. It's like a little cup holder. I can tell you, you can fit a fifth There's of screwball in that fucker. Not that I've tried, <laughs> but if I had, it will fit. Should we bring alcohol to this podcast? 
I like thumbs up. No, Absolutely, we should. Idea that I drink. I talk a lot of shit. Generally, already. though, we're doing these podcasts yeah. pretty early in the morning. Is there too early of a time to drink? Never. Uh, Chad's already worried about me drinking. Oh shit! Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I'm. It, but I'm if you're with all of us of old, where I beat the shit out of everyone, now I'm giggly. I'm like a little dolphin giggles. <laughs> yeah, like, you, you seem pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck yeah! I was, I I was drinking a little the night when Taylor and Caroline and I lost my shit. Um, the problem is, 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 is when I do, what yeah, you my, lose? oh, when I lost my shit, when with Caroline and Taylor at the house, oh, I kind of blacked out Poor Taylor. They didn't tell me. Yeah. It wasn't good. You they blocked him. it you, out too. You scare Taylor. <laughs> uh, you have to ask him about it. It was the worst you could see me. Oh yeah. It was uh -oh. bad. Yeah. I felt, I felt bad for, I had to apologize to Caroline. I'm like, Hey, so I'm very protective of the company. So leave it at that. Um, any other questions? Oh Yeah. Oh yeah. What gloves does Aaron like for the late season? So I do two things. Um, I will say there's, there's certain things that, that Sitka makes that you don't have to have. Um, you know, I, I do like a lot of the stuff they make, but their hand muff or anyone's muff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? Muffs, unless you're really old, are warm. Um, they should be warm, but no, any hand muff, but then the, uh, how do you keep your hands dry? How do you take that with you? <laughs> Yeah, Mackenzie learned enough. I'm very resourceful. Um, <laughs> keeps you warm, warm in the tree. No, so a hand muff with hot hands in it, but the uh, the Sitka whitetail mittens are as good as it gets. I can shoot my stick bow with them on, no problem. But a lot of times I'll have that mitten on my left, and then my hand in my muff <laughs> with hot hands in it, and I'm ready to go. Uh, Frank, yeah, this question yes. is about Sir. do the uh, do those XLR chassis get hung up on brush on stocks? Any drawbacks uh, compared to conventional stock? I haven't had any issues with them getting hung up. Um, I think it may be slightly easier to shoot offhand with the traditional stock uh, as opposed oh, to as I'm opposed on the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. On that one. I, well, I've heard a lot of people say that. I <clears throat> I hunt a lot of predators with uh, like an AR, so I've been not. I was never in the military, but you know, I've. I've I'm used to having that Who's vertical. A federale. <laughs> Hold on here. God damn it. All right, motherfucker. <laughs> oh. oh it just I got 10% more urban in here. Yeah. <laughs> I am the diversity Glad in I got this that room. On video. <clears throat> um, no, I haven't had any issues. Uh, some of the guides, like in Alaska, we were talking to, they're like, oh, we hate uh, bipods on rifles because you get caught up in brush and i've i don't know i mean i haven't had that issue either so i think it's all personal preference i could see things anything getting caught up in the in the willows or in oak brush um so any any more than uh traditional stock i'd say no um i even have a bag rider on the back of my uh 22 creedmoor and no yeah, issues I, so I, don't I, know. I have had zero and i have as you know scotty has seen shot some shit at offhand with that gun it's the best offhand shooting gun i've ever had I hit that antelope at 280 and cornholed it pinwheel, I had a white tail, same thing. I've probably shot 20 wounded Owdad with that thing offhand. It's not seen a bipod with my hands. <laughs> Fuckers, it's so accurate. But, I, you know, Frank's more of a gun guy than me, but I don't know that you could b design a better all-around system because it's a good truck gun. It's a good pack gun as far as it folds up. Um, it's fairly lightweight. The only thing I wish is I didn't have that giant ass fucking sniper i don't even know how to use a ballistic turret i just pulled over so yeah amy's I asking think, uh, me about dialing it in i'm like don't is even yours, ask. Uh, <laughs> is your is your reticle illuminated yeah um yeah i think that's pretty key for for those first focal plane um especially those really really thin crosshairs you can hardly see them when they're zoomed out unless well, you have the illuminated rate 
I, I, it's funny when you, you come from a bow to a gun, you're just happy that you're firing a projectile faster than 180 feet per second. And so people ask me these in very in-depth questions about guns and I'm not the guy and I don't ever answer them because kind of like clay, clay 30-06 kills everything. Just, you know, pretty standard three to nine scope, nothing crazy, four to 12. Where, you know, Frank can reach out and touch something. You know, for me, I just want to make sure I get it zero to 200. I know my drops out to five. I just hold over. Um, much more simplified where, you know, people are like, hey, what bullet are you using? I'm like, the ones they told me to, uh, they kill. The ones that fit? <laughs> yeah. It's 143 grain. What do I got? It's 143 grain uh, Hornady. Yeah. ELDX. ELDX. Yeah. And that thing has been medicine for everything. I can't say enough about that gun. I didn't, when they, when, when they talked about build me one, my like, guys, if I shoot a, an animal a year, I think I've shot 57 animals with that fucker in a year because of, of guiding and, right. you know, or, or guys that are bow hunting and then they can't, you know, get it done. I'm like, well, here, take the, take the hammer. So that thing's seen a lot. And I'm surprised with a hundred, what it does to our dad. Um, when you hit him right with a 143 game bullet, I mean, it's pretty, pretty impressive, but it's not a Creedmoor. Um, what is the problem with Creedmoors? I don't, I didn't get, I don't get that. People don't like new technology. I don't know. That PRC is pretty sick though. The, the man side. bun of the yeah. outdoor world. I saw someone said the 300 PRC was the new man bun caliber. I was like, damn dude, dude that, I saw that hurts three, a little. I saw 300 PRC take out an Aldad U at like 1800 yards. It is not a man bun gun. It fucked that thing up. It's killed everything we've shot at with it. Yeah, I, I like the, the 300, 300 blackout a lot. Huh? I like the 300 blackout a lot. Like right. a lob in a, yeah. Like a thirty new school thirty thirty. They're quiet, yeah. We <laughs> yeah. should get one, actually. Yeah. I want to get that Loki. Yeah, I can put it on so I can do all kinds of hood rat shit. <laughs> Dude, uh, I tell you what, speaking of hood rat shit, um, some of the different people I've gotten to deal with and um people I know you can kind of pick um people out quickly. I'm at a gas station in Texas and I'm like, uh, these guys are all like mercenaries like what the fuck are they doing down here and so they have the look they're tattooed they're definitely doing hood rat shit and so i went over to one of them i was like hey what kind of hood rat shit are you guys doing and he started laughing and i'm like yeah i'm not kidding what's going on like i'm close to here what the fuck are you guys doing in north texas they're going to a that sniper school up there oh sick. yeah so he literally he was like what are you doing and i was like oh i said are you guys going to the, the shooting school they have a high like helicopter deal they shoot out of helicopters Super cool dudes, but I'm like laughing when they have us make packs for them to not look tactical. I'm like, you're looking fucking tactical, bro. You ain't getting out of that one. You don't look like a tennis player. So some of the, some of the. Bro, on a flannel, dude. Yeah, look at Frank. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of some hood rat shit, uh, 307 Sapper wants uh, me to ask Aaron to compare his <laughs> drinking now to our camp tour at Camp How Housey. Dude. So. <laughs> I you said it should be interesting. No, I don't. So now, um, which by the way, uh, Steve's a super fucking cool dude. So he was the guy that I was stationed in Korea with. We drank so much. I can't remember if it was him or me that woke up drunk in the turtle ditch, uh, the drainage, <laughs> but we would get old Milwaukee and drink at a level that I, I'm not even 1% of what we drank back then. It was bad. Like a lot, of, a lot of drinking. Um, He's a professional, right? I'm, I'm JV. Um, he's had more time in service. He stayed in for 33 years. I was only in for like <laughs> seven. So uh, no, I don't, I don't remotely compare to the drinking in Korea. Um, it was bad. <laughs> uh, all right. That's first, not really saying much. 
First hunt in Wyoming, <laughs> who gets eaten by a grizzly first and why is it Luke? <laughs> yeah, he's slower. He doesn't run good. He doesn't breathe good. <laughs> this is a question I actually have. How much do you think Luke is going to miss you guys? A lot. We'll, yeah. have to, we'll visit him. He'll come visit us. Yeah. We'll miss him though. I, I miss Luke already. Yeah. No homo. Maybe a little. Make an extra room for him or something. Yeah. In your crib. He can stay with the puppies. There you go. Um, will Black come back in packs after the Wyoming move? It's being considered. Yeah, I didn't. Know I would that. say probably not for the big packs, but no, never for the big packs. No, we we can't Every talk day. about it. You have one, you little shit. I know. <laughs> I was gonna say, what do you uh, mean you haven't talked about it? You're weird. I know. You're sneaky. Uh, should we show off everybody her pack? <gasps> I think Damn. eventually, yeah. Does that mean not now? I don't think it's it's not time. It's not time. I'm not very good at Christmas either. Uh, presents way early. Is the hoodlum overkill for tree stand hunting if I'm buying one? Buying a, a hoodlum or a tree stand? <laughs> yeah. If, if he's buying a hoodlum, hoodlum. No, you could use it for tree. It is overkill for sure, but you could use it. Um, you know, I try to, we get to use everything obviously. And so like if I had to buy one pack for Western hunting and tree stand hunting and I just could only afford one pack, the hoodlum would be. If I was doing multi-day hunts, the hoodlum and a grabbit or a Sherman would be what I would, what I would use. But it is overkill. But if, if you don't have the budget to get multiple packs, which I get, the hoodlum would be one. Because I would rather be overgunned for tree stand hunting than undergunned for backpack hunting because tree stand hunting is relatively easy. Where backpack hunting, the last thing you want is shit dangling around all over like a pinata as you're hiking out because you don't have a big enough pack. Where tree stand hunting, you got a little more room to play. Don't tell them making hunting great again, that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Super hard. Yeah, I know. Um, next hunt you all are most looking forward to? Well, I'm leaving tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to killing whitetails. Dang. Anders and I are going to uh, Arizona with Big Chino. We're going to go kill Big Mule Deer, hopefully. So that's, that's going to be fun. That's January 1st. I'm supposed to be down in, in Mississippi on the 5th, I think. Oh, that'll be a good one. Or 3rd, something like that. Yeah. Noise. Not all at once. Oh, yep. Yeah. Uh, the one thing you're looking forward to the most with the big move to Wyoming. Not being in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be nice to just step outside and yeah. take a whiz, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you I like, can do that. You can do that now. Yeah, you can. I, I well, do. I can't. No, nah, I live in an apartment. Oh. Multiple things, but traffic. Um, no traffic's going to be a big one. Um, just a different caliber of people in general. Um, just less less busy um i I don't like the city um i'm from a 200 person town in oregon and i'm looking forward to going back to that the hunting will be good but we'll still travel a ton we'll still come back here and hunt but yeah just just less i mean you i think probably you guys is good to ask why are you guys what are you guys looking forward to mckenzie pesters the fuck out of me daily so (laughs) um no less traffic slower lifestyle uh, my girls Goats. growing up country style, having my farm. I want lots of animals. Yeah. Seeing my, look, looking out back and seeing my dogs just run and run with my kids. It's the dream. Uh, yeah. Put that on you. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm just excited to, uh, Colorado's, uh, flexing. <laughs> Colorado's, uh, it's changed a lot <clears throat> since I've been here. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward a lot to just being a little bit more remote i guess mm-hmm. uh and then also there's a lot of things we want to do here at kafaro that uh, i know we're, we're 
it, it's it sucks that we have to, but we're postponing them until we're moving yeah. because they're they're big plans. And if we start doing these huge plans now, then we just have to pack it all up and move it to Wyoming. So I think that's actually one of the things I'm looking forward to the most is as a company, I, you know, we have so much that we internally talk about and are planning that we can't start any of it really until we we've moved. Yeah. We really we don't can't have the really room. grow. Yeah. yeah. We're just yeah. kind of at a Yeah. So still. I'm excited to see the company flourish and get bigger. And then I'm also excited uh for land, goats, mm-hmm. uh yeah, just to be a little bit closer to I, yeah. I, I love small towns too. I'm a small town guy. I don't want to be in a big city and Denver's huge. Yeah. yeah. Uh did just Aaron a small go? town girl. Yep. Uh did Aaron start drinking screwball after he lost the sense of taste? Uh no, actually, I started drinking Screwball because of fucking Luke. Um, I hadn't drinking and drank, drank, <laughs> drank, drunk. Uh, I haven't gotten fucked up. No, I haven't been, I haven't drank since 2007 or eight, which I'll tell that story why I stopped then. Um, and then Luke, I promised that I would drink on his first podcast, which I did. And he had Screwball probably on the next one. And then now... I pretty much drank screwball every night, uh, which is why Match Chad's made in heaven. Yeah. So I just <laughs> big handful of ice and the Yeti. And then I pour probably four fingers or more worse. Um, <laughs> and I just sit four fingers, and both hands, each hand. talk shit. Um, I, I, there are times I should not answer questions online. Um, while I'm drinking, I will say that, um, especially when they're, you know what? I'm not even going to get into it. So, um, I, I will say we're talking about like the animals. I've never been a dog person. I want to adopt them all now. I don't oh, know what's I was wrong like, with what? Dog no, farm. You're, you're changing. Like, uh, yes. To a certain degree. Again, I've gotten more where I don't, not worry about hunting as much and taking more photos, but it's with the dogs. Every dog I see, I'm like, God, can we adopt this one? Um, and I, Amy's worried cause we're going to end up having 40 dogs when we get to. That's not, amazing. Not dickhead dogs, but I need to get a dog that's athletic to run the our, our big polar bears around because they're just Odin's a bit short for his weight. So we need Thick. a little dog they can chase around. So we got to get, you should get dog. an Australian shepherd. Yeah. We're, they heard too. Well, Jesse's Australian shepherd border collie, except he's 96. He's old. So yeah. yeah. We're going to get one of a, a mix or they're something. Great like running that. dogs. Yeah. yeah I have a question about screwball. Yes. Why screwball? So right now we have three different types at the house. We have old Tennessee peanut butter, whiskey, screwball, and some kind of praline pecan thing Amy got. I like peanut butter. Um, but not just like straight up whiskey. Dude, so, it tastes like peanut. Have you had it? No. Oh you haven't God. had I, it? Dude, I'm <gasps> a huge, so I'm, I it's love whiskey. So like we have like 15 whiskeys. <laughs> we, uh, I'm like a, a bourbon guy. So we have like 15 bourbons on our shelf. But I've never had one of those. So Can the, we do a the, tasting tomorrow? The difference between Screwball is it's dangerously good to start drinking at noon is a problem because it tastes good. Like it's not <laughs> like, that's the good thing. <laughs> um, but it tastes so good. So again, I'm, it's not like I start drinking at noon, but you know, with let's say Pendleton's like a seven and sevens or whatever, those are good. Right. But straight whiskey is, you know, it's not something you're going to be like, Oh, I can't wait to drink straight whiskey unless you're a whiskey connoisseur. I am not. Um, but I like peanut butter and I like the fact that I get goofier than shit from drinking it. And, um, it's been a bit of a, not a problem. It's not like I'm an alcohol. Of course, that's what alcoholics say, right? But I'm definitely drinking some screwball every night. And I, I mean, I just, 
Scotty thinks it's Scotty gets ornery as shit when he's drinking <laughs> and he gets all fucking riled up. But me, I'm just goofy and talk a lot of shit. So um, we will do a podcast with drinking screwball at some point. Yes. Just don't ask any. The filter is gone. So like I got to be careful when people start asking certain questions about certain people or things like that that. You guys just can't ask because well, I, yeah, I was like, I certainly can, maybe answer. we'll be here. We can be the yeah. filter. Yeah. We'll I'll be your filter. I will certainly answer questions I shouldn't be on drinking screwball. Anything else? I got, I got a lot here. Um, all right. So this is an interesting one. Uh, I don't know if we'll be able to answer this. Stay sane, sleep outside says, can you talk about the process of getting so many tags and so many units and states being how complex even one state can be? That's a great question. You want to hit that? You want me to? I'd say, uh, I mean, it's definitely helpful that we have so many friends that live in these areas that they can help dial us in. But really, I guess when it comes down to it, legally, you don't really have an excuse not to know the rules, even though there's so many. So, I mean, if it came down to infractions, that's probably what the the judge will say. But for me, it helps having friends that have lived there their whole lives. They'll kind of let you know what you can and can't do. But it can get pretty complicated for sure. I would strongly suggest. and this is something that um, I have started to do a lot more often is call the game warden, ask him the question. Um, so, cause I hunt like in Texas, I can shoot three bucks. I got to be in three different counties. I can shoot whatever it is, how many whitetail and I can shoot four turkeys now, but then I can't shoot any turkeys in the spring. If I shoot those now shit like, you know, so then I go to Oklahoma, Jeez, they're made to poach. You fucking wrap duct tape around the leg and write down your tag number. That's how you tag a deer in Oklahoma. When they told me that, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So Nebraska, I think you print that shit out on your phone. Like, you know what I mean? You can buy tags. So it's not that portion. Always have a license. Always have the tags. There's things that we've run into that I didn't expect. Rattlesnakes. We have a rattlesnake problem. Are rattlesnakes legal to kill? You know, so I see a rattlesnake, certainly one that's bit at me. I want to kill it. Well, I may or may not have killed a rattlesnake and thought, fuck, was that legal? And things like that, like turkey, Frank, we've been in places where turkeys are under us and like, is it legal to shoot turkeys? Luckily, we always have service. Um, the um, tagging, right? Some people want it on, with meat. Some people want it on the horn. So, you know, however it works. With all, the sex? Yeah, exactly. When you oh, deep bone, you got to leave, you know, the cock and ball. So... <laughs> Just know where you're going and, and it, it, when in doubt, call a game warden. They've all been super, super cool with me. Even broadheads, light lighting on your, on your, you can't have a lighted, you know, um, you can't have a light on your spot hog, right? Or you, you can't have anything electric in Colorado. Other states you can. Texas, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Knowing all that is a big, big deal. Um, thoughts or recommendations on a tent or shelter for the central Arizona in a, in a week? In a week, in winter, I like, for any late season stuff, I like the sawtooth with a cylinder stove. But, I mean, I guess it just depends if you're, are, you, are they hiking in or are they base camping? Teepees are pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a broad question. I'd need more info. My son has a 24-inch waist, 75 pounds dripping wet. Can he fit in a mini keg? I'm, su- I'm assuming can he fit a mini keg on his back? He loves backpacking with me and he's carrying more gear as he gets older. Extra small belt might be still a little bit big on him, but he'll grow into skip it. The, skip the top loop on the, the shoulder straps where they go through the, you'll hit one, two, three, four loops or three on the mini kick, skip the, the top one. So it wraps around his body. It probably won't fit him perfect for a year, but it'll Jordan fit. Jordan had his kid, uh, Jordan Cower had his kid, 
packing out that elk head the other yeah, day. That was, that was on a shape charge. That was amazing. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Nothing new. Okay. Frank, anything you want to hit? <laughs> I, I will, I'll, <laughs> That's I'll, a loaded I'll, question. I'll, I'll tee you up. Um, <clears throat> what are we going to be working on as far as videos? We've brought Jerry Shaw with Photolab Studios on. Well, not yet. We've hired him. He starts soon. Yeah, we're super excited. Jerry Shaw, if you don't know who that is, Photolab Studios on uh, Instagram and Facebook and stuff. AKA he, Tons of Fun and he, Cotton Candy. He is a very talented, uh, he does video, he does animation. He's joining the squad um, early next kind year. Of animation. He does, like uh, what is that called? Anim yeah, <laughs> it, no. He, uh, he's joining the squad late uh, next, next month or early next year. So um, we're excited. We're going to be putting out a lot more content as far as hunt videos, uh, tech tips, everyday life stuff, just a whole, a whole bunch of stuff. So he'll be a, a great asset. He's been working with us quite a bit um, recently in the last couple of years, but he's going to be a full-time employee with us. So we are very thankful to have Jerry join the team. He's a great dude. I love Jerry. Yeah, he's, he's a great guy. So we're lucky to have him um, add to the uh, all-star team that we already have. So what time is it? 9.47. We just got a shout out from Clint Meyer saying the Rogan is great. He loves it as a fanny pack. So. Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> Everybody needs one. What up, Clint? Yeah. Any other questions? No new questions. Okay. I'm going to cover two things and then we can hop off here. One of the questions I've been getting a ton lately um, and I think maybe it was one of our competitors spreading it around or whatever that we weren't made in the U S. Um, so, uh, McKenzie, uh, at times, and I have, and, and I guess we can do it more often. We can walk around the shop. Uh, not everything is made here. Um, we can't fit everything in the building, but, um, everything is made in the United States. Um, not all in the building, but there is a lot of stuff made here. Um, everything is made with American buckles, thread, needle, everything on the packs and the, the sleeping bags is, is American made with American components and American material t-shirts and hats. They're not, um, the, but, but sleeping bags, shelters, backpacks, frames, all of that. So we're very compliant. The difference is, and I'm not talking down about any competitors. Um, but what happens is other, other backpack companies will use Asian made buckles or webbing or material, um, and it's, it's cheaper, um, and then, significantly cheaper. and then they'll say made in the USA. It, yeah. And so there's a difference. Yeah. There's, there's actually like, which I think there's shit going on in the government right now that's going to change that where you cannot put American flag. Uh, I think that will be passed. I can't remember what it's, the bill's called. You cannot put an American ma made, uh, American flag on a product that is 35% made in the USA. It has got to be a hundred percent. I don't have any issue with any company doing that. I do think they should be more transparent because when we get a message that's like, hey, how come your packs, whatever, $130 more? Well, the uh, fabric is $12.48 a yard, as an example, at cost um, and upwards of that. The webbing, we go through a webbing company out of South Carolina. Um, I'm not going to say who it is because somebody will copy that. And the, the thread makes the camo pattern. So they actually weave it to make it not imprint it. That's expensive, but it's more durable. Our auto lock buckles, I'm not saying they never break, but put those in a freezer and put the, some of the competitors' buckles in a freezer, hit them like that, and they'll snap. Ours don't because they are um, basically a, um, a military-grade buckle. Uh, thread, obviously, the stitch count, those are all things, not just the stitch count, but the thread. It's a stronger thread, and you can prove that easily by you just take it off the spindle. We test it against other companies. 
and ours has a higher, I guess it'd be tensile strength. Um, is that important to everyone? Of course not. But I do find it sometimes a little bit frustrating when you see guys touting America and, and the way that the world is going and we are the last ones making everything in the U.S. and employing American people. And then they complain about the price. It is a little expensive. I mean, it, it just is. Anything to add to that, Frank? You get what you pay for, folks. Yeah. Absolutely. That's all you got to add? Hashtag America. <laughs> America, fuck yeah. <laughs> there you go. He said more. Um, the next thing, the move. Uh, we brushed on this before, but we're hoping we will be totally moved in July. It may be earlier. It may be later. I know like we're going to move some up a little earlier. Um, Amy may be going in May because that's when our house is going to be done. And then, um, you know, so I might go earlier than I anticipated. I have some training stuff to do in May. So it's who knows. Um, the, the idea is, you know, once we get there, obviously we are going to have to hire locals. I mean, we may hire some people out of state. It just depends on what, what we get as far as the local community and how they do. Um, when, you know, when, when we go through the, we're, we're going to do multiple interviews. So we're going to try it and hire as many locals as we can. We plan on expanding. We've already doubled in size in the last year. It's actually over that now, isn't it? Yeah. A little over double. Um, you know, quadruple the size we are right now. We're definitely looking into getting in a lot other, a, a, a lot broader, um, spectrum of what we're doing. Um, we're going to probably have an internet store. We're going to have a training center for long range shooting, archery, survival, land navigation. Um, we're hiring a lot of our former, you know, our military butters that are getting out. Um, probably going to start bringing sewing back in house to a certain degree. Am I forgetting anything? Yeah. As far as the so. products we're coming out with, we're not going to talk about that. Nope. Top secret. And then, yeah, we better not talk about that one. Mm-mm. Yeah. Just kidding. Are you still using that OCD string on your bow? That's what I've got. Yep. Is the OCD. Um, I would say for people asking about strings, the OCD uh, is a great uh, endless loop string. Um, as far as good string makers, America's best. Uh, it makes an amazing string. Mountain Muffler. <coughs> Jesus Christ. Mountain Muffler makes a great string. Crutcher Creek. Um, uh, TTT. Uh, Trevin hey. Fielder. He makes a good uh, string. Uh, there's a lot of options out there. Uh, she, the OCD string, she makes an amazing string. It's more for a tournament. So you have to put silencers on it. Um, the biggest thing that you, you want to look at with the strings, um, is consistency. If you're ordering two or three, they're all consistent. They're built with tension on every strand. There's a lot to it, but your bow is going to shoot one, not from a manufacturer necessarily, but if you went to, um, mountain muffler or America's best. He's going to have the option of 452, 451, uh, 8125, down to flight 97, endless loop, uh, Flemish, all of these different options. Your bow is probably going to like one of those options or one of those string materials better than others. I don't use blended string anymore on a stick. So a 452X, I don't use that shit. Um, I'm an 8125 or a D97 guy. Um, and... Some bows work better with Flemish and some do better with an endless loop. You just have to, you just have to fuck with it. And go look for the podcast we did with her, OCD Strings. It's uh, Aaron and her going to real, a lot of depth on that. And I, I did have, um, well, I won't mention the guy, another string maker. He didn't message me. He messaged someone else saying we had bad info on that. Um, anytime you get different competitors, um, string makers, everybody has their own spiel, right? I mean, it's, it is, it's business. Um, I, 
one of the things with some of the materials she was talking about can be rough, you know, for the end loop can be rough on different limb tips and things like that. Again, go with the one, the string maker you feel comfortable with and then figure out what material works best, whether that be from Mountain Muffler or America's Best or OCD or TTT or whoever. There's a million string manufacturers out there. It's, it, you really need to look at the pre-stretching, how much you're, you know, is it built correctly? Um, if it's not made with constant tension, that's going to be a problem. So there's a lot going into it, but all the higher end, you know, good string makers are there for a reason. So, uh, and we're moving to, uh, Riverton. That's where we're moving in, uh, Wyoming. We're getting, getting a lot of requests for a Kafaru unfiltered podcast with Luke and alcohol. He never, he never wants to come in. He what the, wants what to, the heck, wants Luke? to do his podcast. Yeah. No, could, you come in here. We could set it up when we get back. Cause I, I, if we get that shit faced, I don't want to be sick or recovering. Cause, um, I don't, I want to be able to function the next day. So we could do that though. And come in like at three, do a three to five, get shit faced. And then somebody oh gives us a ride home. That'd be so much fun. <laughs> I worry because I talk a lot of shit normally. And so. I can always edit it. (laughs) Like I was talking shit about a certain individual on Luke's and that was a hundred percent alcohol because I try not to ever dive into that. But, you know, of course, and I'm aggressive. So I'm like, if he ever has any issue, he's more than welcome to talk in person to me, which is I'm going to beat the shit out of you because I'm drinking alcohol. So you guys will have to be, we have to have parental supervision. We can have code words. (laughs) Great. I can hold up a sign. (laughs) I got so fucked up at that Wyoming uh, bow hunters deal. I was a, like a keynote speaker. We're, we're bidding. So film that. I think I paid $2,300 for that fucking thing. Um, cool trap. Um, nice decor. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also got shit faced and I think I paid $650 for a beanie hat, but in the middle, you know, you talk about like drunk, big dick moves. So I'm like licking the, the, the bid card and slapping it on my forehead <laughs> and standing up to raise the price. <laughs> I was acting like a fucking idiot. Uh, so those are the things we got to worry about. Like when we were bidding on the, that trap, I think it got to 2300 and I was like, and stood up like a fucking moron. And uh, Amy's like, no more like, bidding. Yeah. Like, I think we ended up putting a check for like You're six done. grand that night. Holy. <laughs> Most they ever, money they ever raised, so that was good. I have a damn fine beanie hat, though. It's really warm. Aaron's code word is peanut butter. Peanut butter. <laughs> Abby said it has to be one syllable, so... It, Peanut butter, hey, whatever. I can't do it. We got to get a smaller one. Butter, yeah. Oyster. That's two. Yeah. <laughs> Duck but, butter. Duck butter. Uh, any other questions? About to fletch up trad veins. Got the AAE AAE fast gel. Do you recommend that, or better to use something else? Uh, I use the AAE um, Max Bond. The fast gel is fine. The biggest thing with that um, AAE Mini Max, um, I put duct tape, not duct tape like you tape a hose up with, but like actual aluminum foil tape, I cut strips and I put it, um, down and wrap each side of the clamp. For, so the, uh, the trad vein fits a little bit better. And then the glue I can rub off. That's a key, uh, ingredient to using that fletching system. The mini max, the mini max, any of the, uh, any of the, uh, Arizona archery, um, whatever they're called. Jigs. Jigs. Yeah. Anything. So McKenzie, how has your new position been here so far? Oh, it's great. So you were you um, nervous uh, initially about taking over? I, th- I think you know the answer to that. And yes, I was terrified and um, I cried a lot. Um, but yeah, 
I think it's going well. Yeah, you're I'm doing, enjoying it. You were doing good. See, yeah. I believed in you. That's yes, you did. Yes, I kept telling you you'd be fine. Yeah, and then you'd cry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I, I cry a lot, honestly. But yeah, I'm, I'm getting good feedback from everybody, and I think I think I'm doing well. No, you're doing good. Okay. <laughs> you're not like, Thank you. I the camera being on you bugs you, so I'm trying to get you used to it. I know. Let me zoom way in. My voice already went up a few oct- octaves. Octaves. Sorry. Can you I'm, sing? I'm really no. I'm really cool. Um, I sound like a cow getting hit with hail. I can't sing either. I'm like a high-pitched schoolgirl. I do so sing. Sorry about that, guys. But uh, I, it's not good. Um, you should try. Go I'm sing. the same boat. No. No. I was an honor choir growing up, but good Lord, I am not a good singer now. My daughters tell me all the time. So when I was, when I was going to high school, they made you pick. You had to be either in band or choir or orchestra. And I felt, and I was also on the football team. So I felt at that time oh. that being in band or orchestra was oh. way too nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> so I was in choir, which ended up actually being pretty nerdy. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty Absolutely. cool. Okay. Are you guys good? Oh yeah. yeah. All right. You're like, you son of a bitch, get the camera off me. Okay. Uh, I don't have anything to add. So this was an hour and 35 minutes. Thanks for tuning in everyone. And uh, I'm going whitetail hunting tomorrow. So wish me luck. Good luck. Pray that I don't get hit again. Yes. (laughs) Stay unharmed. (laughs) Yes. No spider, no long cock black hobo spiders. (laughs) 